The Man Who Walks The ambulance, two EMTs aboard, arrives to find the victim of the hit-and-run lying in the grass along the side of the road. The victim bleeds from the nose and mouth, but they find a pulse, a faint pulse. Now, just before the IED, that's improvised explosive device, blew that Humvee sky high on the road from Kabul to Scirocco, Private First Class Walker was telling his patrol mates about his great-great-grandfather. PFC Walker had only been in-country a few days. He was still gun-ho and starry-eyed. He still believed in the mission. Angus Walker, PFC Walker explained, joined the 125th Pennsylvania Volunteers after Honest Abe said he'd free the slaves. Angus was all for freeing the slaves. He paraded with his regiment right out in front of the White House. Saw Lincoln a couple times, once standing on a balcony surveying the army and once getting into a carriage with his son. Walker, shouted the second lieutenant over the roar of the Humvee's powerful engine. What the fuck are you talking about? This is your first fucking mission, Walker. And on your first fucking mission, you just shut the fuck up. On your first mission, you have less than nothing to say. Well, PFC Walker just laughed. He hadn't seen anything bad happen yet. He was still innocent. Plus, he didn't curse much, so hearing the second lieutenant curse a blue streak really got him guffawing. He got a big kick out of all those F-bombs. So, anyway, he continued, one day in early September, some scuttlebutt ran through the camp that Lee was moving on Pennsylvania and McClellan was heading into Maryland to intercept the Army of Northern Virginia. And sure enough, the very next morning, Angus Walker and the 125th double-timed north and west out of D.C. along the Potomac. Word was, they'd probably clash with Lee's Rebs somewhere up near Harper's Ferry. And that was a long walk, a very long walk. They walked and walked and walked. Whoa, the explosion of that IED cut PFC Walker short. The explosion cut the second lieutenant's life short. The explosion blew the corporal's left foot off. The explosion shattered the sergeant's legs and right pelvis. The explosion scattered shrapnel across the other private's chest, neck, and face. He'd survive, but never see a damn thing again. And as for P.F.C. Walker, well, the explosion scrambled his brain. So now, no longer private first-class walker walks. Just like his great-great-grandfather, he walks and walks. He is known in town as the man who walks. No one knows exactly why he walks, but there is, of course, much speculation on the subject. Some say he lost his license for drunk driving. Others say he's in training for a walk around the world. Still others simply write him off as a loony tune. 
The man who walks lives in a small ranch house at the end of Highview Drive, a cul-de-sac. Every morning, at 7 o'clock on the dot, he leaves his ranch house and walks 7.1 miles to the Walker Family Toy Store. He arrives promptly, Monday through Saturday, at precisely 8.55. He makes this walk rain or shine, summer and winter, in high heat and bitter cold, in darkness and in light. In the evening, at precisely 6 o'clock, the man who walks emerges from the Walker Family Toy Store and makes the 7.1-mile trek back to his ranch house at the end of Highview Drive. On Sundays, he leaves his house at 7.45 in the morning and walks 7.2 miles to the Presbyterian Church just down and across the street from the Walker Family Toy Store. He arrives at church at 9.45 and makes sure all the pews have Bibles and hymnals, new member cards, and little pencils with sharp points. At 10 o'clock, he attends service, and at 11 o'clock, he attends Bible study. After Bible study, he crosses the street and enters the Walker Family Toy Store, which opens at noon on Sunday. He leaves at 5 o'clock when the store closes and is back on his cul-de-sac by 7. It is worth noting the local geography. This is not an urban area where lots of people walk. It is probably best classified as suburban rural. The ranch house on Highview stands just outside the small town of Liberty. To reach the family's toy store, Walker has to pass through Liberty, take the country road, no sidewalk, a slender shoulder, down into Far Hills, then the state highway, sidewalks on both sides, down to Sharpsburg to the corner of South and Main, where the family toy store has stood for the better part of 30 years. The store sells board games like Monopoly and Life, Legos and crossword puzzles, dolls and toy soldiers. Toy soldiers is the specialty of the man who walks. His province where he spends his workday, is the small room off the back room. A large makeshift table made of plywood and sawhorses, covered with several satin tablecloths, fills the room practically edge to edge. There is just enough room to maneuver around the outside of the table. From 9 until 6 Monday through Saturday, and from noon until 5 on Sunday, the man who walks, walks around and around this table, setting up small plastic soldiers. He has soldiers in blue and soldiers in gray. Union soldiers and Confederates. Yanks and Rebs. And in addition to his soldiers, he has horses, cannons, supply wagons, tents, stretchers, and boxes and boxes of ammo. Every day, several times a day, no longer PFC Walker fights the Battle of Antietam. Fought on September 17, 1862, the battle where his great-great-grandfather fought and caught a mini-ball in his belly, but survived. The man who walks fights this battle every single day of the week, an exact reenactment of the battle, only 
with small plastic soldiers who do not bleed, suffer, or die. His mom, dad, and older brother also work in the store. It's a, it's a family affair. The quote-unquote battle in the back, back room is popular with the kids in the area. They frequently stop by and watch the man who walks reenact the action in Miller's Cornfield, the West Woods, out at Burnside's Bridge, and of course, the savage fighting along the sunken road. The man who walks, he never says much. But always, always at the end of the battle, at the end of every day, he reminds all present that Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation just a few days after the battle. The explosion of that IED on the road from Kabul to Scirocco froze PFC Walker in time. He was marching with his great-great-grandfather along the banks of the Potomac when his world and the worlds of his patrol mates went haywire and nothing, nothing could ever be the same again. Frozen in time, stuck in time. No harm in that. The man who walks had been an army man, armed and dangerous, ready to kill to fulfill the mission. No more. Harmless now, just a man who walks and plays with plastic soldiers. Leave him be. Let him alone. His mama still loves him, and his dad and his brother, too. But now, Jesus, look at him. It's growing dark, but you can see him in the headlights and flashing lights of the ambulance along the side of the road, run over by some asshole teenager speeding along in his daddy's Audi, taking pictures of himself with his smartphone and texting them to his girlfriend, swerved off the road and ran over the man who walks. And after screaming and cursing, he got the hell out of their lickety split, didn't even stop, leaving the man who walks to walk no more.